They've called him the most famous prisoner in the world. He served 18 of his 27 years in prison in solitary confinement in a, in a personal cell that had no bed and no plumbing. Perhaps he was called the most famous prisoner in the world because of, of his high degree of innocence compared to the depth of the injustice that happened to him. Perhaps also because he was a black man in a white man's world. He was treated even more unjustly than he should have been. He got out of his cell only momentarily over the 18 of the 27 years that he was in solitary confinement. And when he did, the guards were known to have buried the prisoners up to their necks in dirt and urinated onto their faces. While he was in prison, he managed to get a law degree from the University of London. And he also managed to smuggle out political statements to his freedom fighters to tell them that when they're fighting for freedom, they, that they should fight in a way that is peaceful. When he was released from prison, he won the Nobel Peace Prize. And a few years later, became the president of his beloved country, Nelson Mandela. He championed causes as president of social justice, of human rights, of racial harmony. He had deep-seated beliefs, and he was willing to die for them if that's what it took. Those beliefs guided him like a compass. And I bring him up because I believe in Nelson Mandela we see both Pontius Pilate, the ruler, and Barabbas, the prisoner. I'm going to get more back to that later, but for now, what do we know about Barabbas? Well, those who have tried to, to uh, bring back the historical Barabbas and research him are, are a bit frustrated because we, we don't have a lot of history about Barabbas. It's mostly here in the scriptures, and as, as you see, it's in an appearance in each of the four Gospels. So, in Luke, he's right, he's thrown into prison for insurrection and murder. In Matthew, Matthew calls him a notorious prisoner. He's the famous prisoner. Mark says he's committed murder, and John says that he has taken part in a rebellion. Here's the point. Barabbas appears in all four Gospels. Not every piece of Jesus' passion history appears in all four Gospels. Some do. This, is, this man is one, and he appears in all four Gospels for a reason. There's a theme here about Barabbas, that he is guilty of crimes deserving more than prison, deserving death. What do we know about Pontius Pilate? We know that Pontius Pilate was appointed by the Roman Empire to be the governor of Judea. We know that Pontius Pilate, as a ruler, held the fate of Jesus in his own hands. We also know that Pontius Pilate, in this incident with Barabbas, this incident with Pilate in it, is reported in all four of the Gospels in Jesus' passion history. All four of the Gospels. 
And Pontius Pilate is the only historical human being besides the Virgin Mary to be memorialized in our two major Christian creeds, the Nicene Creed and the Apostles' Creed. And we know from, from the Scripture that Vicar read and from our knowledge of history that Pontius Pilate had some deep inner conflict going on, didn't he? You can tell from, this, from the writings that Pontius knew what was right, that Pontius had this, this inner voice telling him, along with his wife in his ear, this is an innocent man, have nothing to do with him. Conflict with his own ego. His own ego telling him, you can't let this king of the Jews win. You can't let him go. What about your position? What about, will there be a riot? Will you be removed from your position as governor? And his ego won, and Jesus was condemned. We heard from Luke 23, the crowd roaring to Pilate, release Barabbas to us. Pilate decided to grant their demand. He released the man who had been thrown into prison for insurrection and murder, the one they asked for, Barabbas, and surrendered Jesus to their will. There's one more thing that we know about Barabbas and Pontius Pilate. Oh, Barabbas and Pontius Pilate, if we were to look for you today, we would need not look far. We would find you in us. Oh, Pilate, who of us here has not had the inner conflict of what to do with Jesus? And who of us here hasn't given in to our own sinful, selfish ambition and ego, concerned for our own skin and flesh and blood ahead of yours, O Christ? We would rather that you be condemned than we. Oh, Pilate, who of us has not washed our hands pretending that we are, no, we are not guilty, pretending, casting the blame on others. Let, let the blood of Jesus be on them, not on us. Oh, Barabbas, who of us here has not seen the interests and the plights of others as far less than our own? Who of us here has not been willing to stab a friend in the back, to leave someone in our family hanging, to throw someone under the bus, to murder someone with our own words of hate, of judgmentalism, of racial superiority. Oh, Pilate and Barabbas, we find the both of you in us. And, and the intersection of Pontius Pilate and Barabbas that condemned an innocent prisoner named Jesus intersects in our lives too, killed because of our love of self, because of our ego, 
because we can't keep it in control either. And that brings up another, actually, who I believe is the world's truly most famous prisoner. His innocence was way purer than that of Nelson Mandela, and the degree of injustice that he suffered was way deeper than Nelson Mandela. And the changes that he affected in the world are more universal and worldwide and higher to the heavens than the, than the political changes of Nelson Mandela and the moral changes. And, of course, the world's most famous prisoner is Jesus. What do we know about him? It's interesting that in this, this reading that, that we heard, this passion reading, that Pontius Pilate himself declared Jesus to be innocent three times. And then there was actually a time before this when Pilate was trying to steer the direction of the trial, when Pilate had said, I find no basis for a charge against him. That's four times. And then in the midst of it all to the crowd, Pilate reminded them that Herod found Jesus to be innocent. That's five times. When Jesus is hanging on the cross, later in this very same chapter, as the criminals on each side of him are arguing about the man in the middle, the, the one we know as the thief on the cross to whom Jesus made the promise of paradise said, this man has done nothing wrong. That's six times. And after Jesus dies, at the close of Luke chapter 23, the Roman centurion says, surely this was a righteous and innocent man. Seven times in Luke chapter 23, Jesus is proclaimed to be innocent. This is a major theme of the scriptures in this chapter He's innocent. He's innocent. He's innocent. He's innocent. The world's most famous prisoner is innocent. And if you look carefully enough in Luke chapter 23, there is another theme too. Five times. Five times in these verses as Pilate is interacting with the people, or the people are interacting with Pilate, five times we read the word release. But they released the wrong guy. Pilate releases himself from his struggle, from that conflict. What do I do with this man? What do I do with this man? I'll kill him. And he releases himself to remain king. And Barabbas, the guilty one, deserving death, is released. Oh, the intersection of these two unjustly released characters in the passion of Jesus intersects and it, and it brings not just Jesus onto the scene, but, but you and me too. Released, I mean. They made Jesus a political pawn, these men who were released. Barabbas, just by the fact that he was, Pilate by his choice, they made Jesus his political pawn. But in the greater heavens, God is using these two men as his pawns. 
and using their release so that we know ours. And there is one greater than Barabbas and Pilate who is released, and that is us. Released from our sins deserving death, released from our condemnation and criticism of others, released from, from our sins that would condemn Jesus, released, forgiven, set free. Jesus becomes the guilty one, and you and I become the innocent ones. We are Barabbas. There's an ancient poem about Barabbas that captures this truth, and I want to read it to you. It's on, if you want to follow along, it's on page six in your worship folder, uh, or if you just want to listen along, I'm going to read this poem about Barabbas and about us and about this Passover festival, this trial. Barabbas in his prison cell gazed on the heavens fair and saw the Passover moon ascend in night's empurpled air. The hours crept on with awe and dread he waited for the morn. He heard at last the soldiers tread and saw the bolt withdrawn. Barabbas, so the soldier spake, I bring thee news of grace, for Christ, the man of Nazareth, today shall take thy place. Outside the gate shall Jesus bear the cross prepared for thee. Go thou to the atoning feast. And the man of crime went free. Barabbas saw the darkened earth when came the hour of noon and slept in peace when Jesus wept beneath the Passover moon. O man of sin, in thee I see myself redeemed by grace. The blood-stained cross that rose for thee took every sinner's place. When Nelson Mandela was arrested and put on trial, before he was condemned unjustly to prison, 27 years of prison. At his trial, he he said these words which became quite iconic for him and also sealed his fate when he said at his trial these words, I have cherished the ideal of a democratic and free society in which all persons live together in harmony and with equal opportunities. It is an ideal which I hope to live for and to achieve, but if needs be, it is an ideal for which I am prepared to die. Those are words that belong to the world's most famous prisoner. Those are words that belong to our Savior, Jesus himself, who held his beliefs for the works of redemption and for his Father's will and for saving you from your sins and held those beliefs so deeply that he was willing to die for them and he did. There is another, not world's most famous prisoner, but I would say world's most famous freed person 
world's most famous innocent one. And it's not Barabbas, and it's not Pilate, but it is you. These are words that belong to those who have been freed by one who has been condemned in our place. These are words that belong, I would die for it, that belong to us who have been forgiven by the Lamb of God, condemned as a political pawn. I, I believe so wholeheartedly, Jesus, that you died for me in my place. I believe so wholeheartedly, Jesus, how much you love me and I love you too. Jesus, I would, I would die for that belief for you. And if dying is this committed, as, as freed and innocent, famous people to Jesus, that is, if dying is this committed, then we need to ask, Jesus, when you ask this much of me, why would I stop there? When you seek for me to give this much, why does it become so hard for me? When you ask me to love the people in my life, Jesus, in these ways, and I say I would die for you, oh, Jesus, help me love them even more. Jesus, help me to live for you who died for me as the world's most grateful, thankful, loving, freed person. Barabbas, Bar-Abba, means son of the father. It's an interesting name for one who has been freed by the son of the father, a name that by the intersection of innocence and release, by the intersection of Barabbas and Pilate, a name that would apply to you and me too, children of the heavenly father, innocent ones, released, pure and at peace, ready to die for Jesus, not, not for sin, but for our Savior, because we love him so. Amen. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, most famous prisoner of the world, condemned so innocently and so unjustly, we watch you go to the cross for us and stand on trial in front of the world's most powerful kings, and we're in awe and amazement at your loyalty to the Father and to us. May that awe and amazement so fill our hearts and our lives, Lord, that we are willing to die for you and for everything you say and want us to do. Fill us with that love so that others know you through us. Fill us with that love so that we take your message out to the world. Fill us with that love so that our church is a beacon in a wicked world, and so that others know you through us. We praise you, Lord Jesus, in this Lenten season, that you were a political pawn 
that we might not be spiritual pawns, but released and free. Amen.